0: Hey folks, it's Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com, back for episode 65 on the Locked on Bucks podcast, our last podcast this week to preview Sunday's home game against the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the big news today, what we're talking about, uh, is, is the Bucks' home field advantage, or lack thereof. Uh, Dirk Cutter, we had mentioned that even after the last game, uh, Dirk Cutter had kind of started pointing toward uh, lobbying for fans to... Get more Bucks fans in the lower bowl and less Raiders fans. Got to keep those Raiders jerseys out of the lower bowl, is what he said. Uh, and continue that in a big way Thursday. Um, here's the quote. I want to give it to you. And again, I thought he did a good job of making sure he is clear that he knows the Bucks haven't won recently. And that plays a major role in the lack of attendance at uh, Raymond James. Uh, Bucks are 3-15 and at home Since the start of the 2014 season, Uh, that's under Lovey and under Dirk. Uh, Obviously, went winless at home in 2014. Three wins last year. 0 for two so far this year. Uh, But his quote, if I may, he says, "Every place is different. Every place you play on the road is different, as far as how hard it is to play there and how hard it is to hear there." We're not fooling anybody that some teams travel a lot better than others. He says, you know, players notice, coaches notice, that's the truth. And I'm 1,000% aware that the more you win, the better it gets. But with that said, do we have a home field advantage? That's our job to create it. Uh, earlier this week, had kind of lobbied, telling Bucks fans he wants to see them. Uh, if they can't go to the game, he'd rather see you give those tickets to Bucks fans as an early Christmas gift rather than uh, selling them online to someone who might be a Raiders fan. Uh, talked about the, uh, if you look at the lower bowl of Bucks games, uh, you'll see a lot of opposing jerseys is what he's saying. He says, go take a picture of any of them, Denver, Chicago, Giants, take a picture, see what you get. He says, we've got to take care of the stuff on the field, but some places are harder than others. Uh, so again, some fans aren't going to like Dirk Cutter calling them out uh, again. Uh, some people saying, hey, uh, if you win, the, fan, the, the attendance will take care of itself. Attendance, to be honest, was slightly up last year. Um, despite the lack of wins for the Bucks. I think the excitement of having Jameis Winston played a role in that. Uh, a little bit underwhelming what you saw in the attendance for the first two home games, but some bad weather in that. Obviously, both those home games had uh, nasty weather delays during the game. Uh, and you'd like to think that the excitement of a first uh, home game of the season would override any weather concerns, any schedule concerns. Uh, but anyway, Bucks have a big, big stretch here. Next three games are all at home. Uh, they have a chance in the next three weeks to set the momentum for the rest of their season. If they could even win two out of three to be five and four with seven games left, is to be in a place the Bucks haven't been in a while. To be playing for a wild card. Uh, they were 6-6 six and six last year, don't get me wrong. But uh, their schedule gets easier as the year goes on. Um, so I, I think Dirk definitely understands how much is on the line with these next three games. Especially in the next week. Because uh, by this time you're listening to this next week, uh, Bucks will have also played a Thursday home game against the Falcons. So, very big swing here just in the next week. What the Bucks can do. Uh, you know, you think about somebody like Mike Evans. Okay, Mike Evans... Uh, could double the number of home wins he's enjoyed in a Buccaneer uniform in the next two weeks. Um, next, I'm sorry, in the next 15 days after the Bucks game, uh, he has three home wins total in his third season in the NFL. He has a chance to make that six uh, just in the next three weeks with the Raiders, with the Falcons, with the Bears. Uh, certainly, three winnable games. Uh, Raiders are tough. Don't get me wrong, but this is a game the Bucks are favored in. Um, a couple things we'll get to along those lines. First, just to give you an injury update. Not much changed uh, in terms of injuries Thursday. Uh, Robert Ayers back practicing still. Clinton McDonald back practicing still. If the Bucks can get those two back, that's a big, big plus for uh, getting their defensive line close to intact and close to full strength for Sunday. Uh, still no Doug Martin. Again, not thinking of Doug Martin as a person we need a daily update on, but but Doug Martin not going this week. Has not practiced yet, has not been at practice yet. Uh, Lewis Murphy also not there still, so no idea when he gets done or when he starts coming back, but uh, Murphy and Martin still out. Curiously, Gerald McCoy, who had not been listed on Wednesday's injury report, was listed on Thursdays as being limited by that calf injury that had sidelined him from the Carolina game. Uh, came back and played and played well for like 90% of the snaps in San Francisco. So I tend to think that's just a precautionary thing. We'll know better today. Uh, obviously, that changes things for the Bucks if he had some kind of setback on his calf during practice after the media window yesterday. Uh, lots of other things we want to get to today. Uh, and before I get to anything else, uh, I want to come back to our sponsor for the day here in the podcast, and that is BetDSI.com. Uh, If you love football, are you ready to get into the action? Check out BetDSI.com. They have been in business over 20 years as a top-rated business, a safe place to make your bets online. Uh, BetDSI.com has a great football special right now. If you sign up today, you get $10 free to try their service. Uh, BetDSI is also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. Uh, The site has great customer service, has fast and easy payment of your winnings, Hundreds of football and basketball wagers to choose from. Uh, not only football and basketball. If you want to bet on UFC when they have big events, you can do that. If you want to bet on the election, uh, you've got Trump odds, Clinton odds. A uh, chance to, to bet on the elections coming up here in the next two weeks as well. Uh, bet DSI even has live in-game wagering on all football, basketball, and other major sporting events. If you want to bet on the second half of a primetime game. If you want to bet a quarter bet, prop bets. can play virtually everything at Bet DSI. Uh, So go to BetDSI.com now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there now. Use promotion code BUCKS10. That's B-U-C-S-10. Get your free wager and start winning today. Uh, Good to have BetDSI on board as a sponsor. Uh, I want to talk about this Oakland defense. Um, We would mentioned they are a very good defense with takeaways. Uh, They're plus 8 in turnover margins. They have 13 takeaways. One of the NFL's best at getting the football from their opponents. Uh, but not a good defense in terms of stopping opponents. As we've mentioned, dead last in total defense, dead last in passing defense, fourth worst in rush defense. Um, very problematic. I was looking. Uh, the Raiders have won three games this year in which they've given up 27 points or more. Uh, they are 3-1 somehow in games in which they allow 27 points or more. Uh, the rest of the NFL is 15-65. and 65. Uh, Normally it's about a... Twenty percent win rate when you give up twenty-seven points or more. You just—it's not often NFL teams are able to overcome that. Uh, the Raiders and the Falcons have three wins each this year. They have enough of an offense to overcome a really bad defense. Um, was looking again. Raiders three and one this season when giving up twenty-seven or more. The Bucks since the start of twenty eleven are three and thirty-six. When they give up 27 points or more, so Bucks obviously have not had the kind of offense that can overcome that. I want to talk a little bit about how improved this Bucks defense has been. Um, Not something we would have talked about in the first two or three weeks of the season, but now that you have six weeks under their belt, uh, the number we kept trotting out last year was 70 percent completions. Opponents were able to to complete 70 percent of their passes against the Bucks defense. Uh, That was a team record. Uh, that broke the team record sent the previous year under Lovey Smith when they gave up 68% completions. Um, in the last 10 years in the NFL, only one defense has been worse. That's the 2011 Colts. Congratulations to them for giving up 71.2% completions. Very hard to beat teams when they're completing passes at a 70% tilt. Uh, this year's Bucks, however, uh, are holding opponents to a 58.3% completion rate. Uh, much better Uh, Actually, the fourth best in the NFL. So they've gone from dead last, 32nd a year ago, to fourth best this year. Um, Main differences there being Mike Smith being the coordinator, uh, Brent Grimes and Vernon Hargraves coming in as the primary cornerbacks, Jude Barima being the uh, nickel corner, And, and I guess you'd say an improved pass rush. We really haven't seen that in terms of sacks, but clearly they're getting the quarterbacks with more pressure to keep them from being able to pick apart the secondary as much as they have, one of the numbers last year uh, we looked at was opposing passer rating. Okay, the collective passer rating of all of your opponents uh, last year, Bucks allowed their opponents to have a 102.6 passer rating. Just an awesome passer rating. Uh, again, one of the worst in the NFL last year. Uh, they are are better. They're not radically better, but they're holding opponents to a 91 percent pa- or 91 passer rating. So going from 102 to 91. Uh, There's only six teams that have made a better improvement there. Uh, Vikings are infinitely better. Vikings are 25 points better in their opposing passer rating. They're number one team in football now. Uh, Vikings, Giants, Cardinals, Eagles, Saints, and Titans, the only teams to make bigger progress in their pass defense from a year ago to now. So uh, early on this season, we would not have seen that. Uh, I think you saw Matt Ryan, you saw Carson Palmer able, able to still pass really well against the Bucks, But now that they've faced some lesser quarterbacks, uh, young guys like Colin Kaepernick, like uh, you go back even to uh, facing, you know, two rookies in Paxton Lynch and, uh, and Trevor Simeon with the Broncos, they've fared better. Um, I don't know how much this will continue. Derek Carr is a guy who's passing the ball very well, uh, connecting with his receivers very well. But as the Bucks try to figure out ways to beat Oakland at home, uh, I want to make it clear it's probably going to take some points. Um, Oakland has scored at a high level. Uh, the teams that have beaten them, uh, Kansas City actually did a fairly good job and beat them 26-10. Uh, you know, you come away with only four field goals compared to touchdowns there. That's not usually going to win it. But 26-10 to was the winning score there. Um, if you look at, at other things this season in terms of what have beaten the Raiders, again, it, it could be that it takes a lot of points. Um 27 or more hasn't been the, the breaking point for the Raiders. So if they're scoring 27 points and winning, uh, you kind of have to go into this thinking the Bucks might need to have 30 points to win this game. Um, we had talked about the big play vulnerability of this Raiders defense. Nine plays passing of 40 yards or more they've given up. Um, so you sit here and you think, well, what can the Bucks do? Who can they go to uh, in their receiving depth beyond Mike Evans to get those players open downfield to be able to pick apart that secondary uh, and make plays the way other defenses have um, we've seen in the past that the Bucks haven't necessarily gone in a team's greatest vulnerability when they played <coughs> <coughs> sorry, when they played uh, Carolina had a very weak secondary they still ran the ball like crazy they went to what they wanted to do uh, asserting themselves offensively rather than attacking an opponent's weakest point uh, so we could see that again um, this Raiders defense has given up a ton of rushing yards the Bucks obviously have run the ball extremely well the last two games with Jacquees Rodgers going for 101 yards going for 154 yards uh, as a team for them to rush for 249 yards the way they did last week in the win at San Francisco so big weekend ahead uh, we'll have a lot coming back on Monday. Uh, you get back to a traditional schedule here with a Sunday 1 o'clock game at home. Next week is a tight week. We only have uh, really three podcasts to preview. Falcons on Thursday, and then Friday is even a, a wrap-up podcast with the Thursday game there. So a huge stretch, if we can't make it clear enough. Big, big stretch ahead for the Buccaneers here uh, that will set the course of their season. With 3-3, three and three, uh, if you look at these uh, websites that specialize in evaluating uh, playoff potential. 25-30% is what you're seeing for the Bucs right now. If they can just take two out of three in these next three games and be at five and four, that number's going to be up higher to 35 or 40%. If somehow they can pull out three straight wins here, they'd be right in the middle of that playoff chase. Uh, They'll be ahead of Atlanta for the division title where they're not just playing for a wild card. They're playing for uh, a home game in the playoffs Uh, which is crazy to think about for a team that was 1-3, and but they have that in front of them right now as they look ahead to the next three weeks all at home uh, with an easier part of their schedule ahead. Guys, we're going to wrap things up here. I want to thank you guys for listening and being a part of the podcast. Uh, We'll have plenty to talk about on Monday, uh, breaking down this game and uh, talking about what went right, what went wrong. Thank you guys for listening. This will wrap things up for today. Uh, episode sixty-five is in the books. Thanks again for listening, folks, for the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. This is Greg Allman. Thanks again. We'll be back on Monday. What's you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal.